what do you think are some of the biggest challenges that are going to be affecting our agencies? I think it's staffing. Insurance dudes are on a mission to escape being handcuffed by our agencies. How? By uncovering the secrets to creating a predictable, consistent, and profitable agency sales machine. I am Craig Kretzinger. I am Jason Feldman. We are agents. We are insurance dudes. Right now, while it's fresh in your mind, check out live.teledudes.com. We took our notes from over 100 interviews with top agents from around the country and made it into a live webcast. Using these strategies led Craig and I to selling more than $10 million in premium in the last two years. On this call, you'll receive the exact blueprint to get the same results. Just go to live.teledudes.com. Dot com to register for this upcoming Tuesday's live call with us. If you jump on this call with us, we're certain 2022 will be an absolutely fantastic year for you. See you there. Culture. <laughs> Culture. Nice. <laughs> nice. I like that. That was smooth. Well, that was well, smooth. The, the reason, <laughs> you know, I took some coaching advice from Jason and he said there's nothing wrong with taking your time. You don't need huh. to just fill it up. You know, a little a little quiet moment here in the middle of the broadcast is fine. It's a moment of reflection. Yeah, listen, see, look at that. A little moment of silence. Yeah, I like that. All right. Yeah. Nice and quiet. <laughs> Everybody take a breath. <gasps> this is gonna Perfect. turn into a meditation yeah. podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Close your eyes. I want you to visualize the stream. <laughs> okay. So your culture, right? We talked, we touched on this a little bit, right? Like where we bring in somebody and perhaps they have way too much makeup apparatus on their desk and then it affects the culture, right? Because they're spending all their time playing Barbie instead of, or Ken, and they're spending all their time doing these things instead of actually doing the activity that we want to hold them accountable for. And that could be a culture buster, right? So mm -hmm. what have you done to create a great culture there in your agency with, with who you have and, and what kind of leadership are you putting in? Well, being, uh, and I'm not just saying this, um, being a dudette really helped that because I didn't have clear and consistent processes for other people to follow. Like I knew what needed to be done. I could jump in and I could do it. And so it's, it's a mixture of um, being a dudette and the, can I say the training programs that are available, the agency training programs are like, I don't want to get anybody in trouble for saying names, but there's other training yeah, programs yeah, that yeah, do yeah, role plays and stuff yeah, like that. Okay. It's okay. So I would, it's a mixture. Oh, of you made daily drills. Daily drill, <laughs> actually. And no, daily drills, actually, that's a good point. Daily drills is spectacular because I am not good at daily meetings. I don't enjoy it at all. And having the Nobody daily does. <laughs> it's a chore. And so having, and in fact, I had, there's like three stories wrapped up in this, but I had my sales manager's close ratio dip down. Daily Drills was able to help me and speaking with Miguel and having those consistent processes, I was able to really with no work at all, identify what was affecting the close ratio, which was asking for the sale was not was not being done. And so having that training to be able to um, identify the problem, fix the problem. And then of course we had you know a massive sales day yesterday just by quickly being able to identify it. So prior to being a dudette, I didn't have those clear, consistent practices. So when things weren't working, I didn't know where to work, to look. 
I would right. be like, oh, it's the leads. Oh, it's well, maybe it's, you know, because it's holiday. Mm. It, it would be all these other things. And because I wasn't confident in the process, I would listen to the feedback from my LSP and I, I would start kind of justifying what they were saying. Well, yeah, I mean, that person was busy. They were at work. And, and, you know, so it, so now I'm super confident in the process. I know it works. I know what should, what to expect from the process. So if I have an LSP saying these leads aren't good, well, no, that's not true. I know that for a fact and let's figure out what's actually not working so we can right. identify it really quick and fix it. Yeah. And um, so that, yeah, I, I didn't have that before. I have it now and it, it makes it a lot easier. It makes it less of an emotional response. It's a data-driven response. Here's the these calls that I pulled. You didn't ask for the sale. That's why you didn't get it. Right. So let's let's add this this line to your remaining right. calls. Magically, you get it. I love it. And yeah. yeah. So it's not it's, it's not like a fight. It's more of right. like coaching. Right. And then it's it doesn't matter. Like they're going to say what they're going to say. Kind of like telemarketers are always going to say, "I got lots of voicemails and." And hangups or, you know, mess or disconnected numbers, right? Yeah, we know. Right. That's why you have a job, right? Right. So if you didn't get that, then we wouldn't need you. So it's good that that's happening, right? right. Like that's, I mean, I don't say that to them, but that's the, yeah. you know, that that's the thing. And so it's the same with the producers. Everybody just wants to not be in trouble, right? Because that's pain. They want to avoid the trouble, but they also don't want to do any work. They want to do as little amount of work as possible. That's just humans, right? I mean, it's the same thing here. We're business owners. We work hard, but we work hard to figure out how not to work right? Right. and get paid the most for doing that. Like that's our thing. That's the entrepreneur. So with the producers, you take away all of that subjectivity by saying, look, this is the expectation. You got to do these things. We're going to listen to it. You didn't do it. You didn't do this thing. It's not, I like you or don't like you or right. you're bad or good. It's just, this didn't happen and it's yeah. your job, right? So instead of saying you, it's this, and then it's, you know, that's it. It's so true. It takes away that. And it's crazy because I remember hearing an agent say this years ago. You, you have to use data. You have to use data. Data doesn't lie. Data doesn't have emotion. And I, I didn't fully grasp, I didn't fully grasp it. Um, and right. I would have these conversations with LSPs that ended up with, both of us feeling bad at the end of it. This was not a good conversation. Right. And, and that's emotional. Yeah. It's if somebody called me and said, Hey, Rhiannon, you're, you're not getting sales. I'm going to take that personally. Right. You know, but you're not trying hard enough. Right. You're like, what? Exactly. Versus they always think they're trying hard enough. Right. Like that's because they want it. They want it. So it's like, I I am, I'm working as fast as I can. I'm doing as fast as I can versus the conversation, not being that way. The conversation being these last three calls, you missed this step of the sales process. So let's get back to the basics and then we'll get your close ratio back up to where it needs to be. Yeah. I love that because you could tie, like you said, they want it, right? Like as long as we can identify this person wants it and then they, then you can convince them that you have the keys to the car in that you know the ways, like you know the path, right? If you know the path to get there, then you can tie it to their thing, right? Like I want to get it. Why do you want to get it? Because I want to make a bunch of money. Why do you want to make a bunch of money? Because I want to buy a house. Okay, great. So if I show you all of the things that you need to do on a daily basis where you don't even have to think that will then allow you to buy that house, are you all in? Yes, perfect. So I'm going to hold you accountable to these things, right? This, this, this. You're going to have to do the script. You're going to have to make this many dollars. You need this talk time. 
If you do these things, you will have the house. Are we in? Yes. Great. So when you don't do these things, we're going to have a conversation and it's going to be about these things not being met. And then the action plan of what happens next, the consequences of not getting that. Is that fair? Yes. Great. Now, when you have that conversation, it's not painful, right? It's just, mm-hmm. hey, look, this is the situation. Maybe you don't want to do this. Jason is a master at the foist, right? Or not the foist. I guess it's not a foist. It's just the talking them into quitting. Like basically, <laughs> it's, it's not working out. Hey, it doesn't seem like you're into this. You know, like I want you to be happy. And he does that whole thing and, and, and they bounce, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like that way because it, it, I want them to realize it's like it's not that we don't want you. It's it's, it's that it's the wrong fit and it's not working for you. And that's the reason why you're not producing the kind of output we want. You're not following the stuff, not because what we're doing is wrong, because that's kind of right. how it's how it's uh, framed. It's because you don't like it like you don't want to do it. You're not in it. You're never going to. You don't care. Like and if that's the case then find something that you truly love so that you're that you're super successful at what you're doing and if you know I'll I'll help you if you want me to help you yeah <laughs> that's great that's great like it should be they wait like i mean i get up in the morning and i'm excited for the day because we're going to do things we're going to like i'm going to be on the podcast with Rihanna today you know or whatever the thing is it's like yes like i'm all stoked right but the day that i'm not that i'm not going to do that right i don't want to do it if it's not enjoyable right and passionate love it you know like right. that's so yep. true is that one of the old 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 phones it's the aav phone oh. whatever i know i don't i don't know how to so then yes I, yes touche yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't know. How to turn it off. I'm. I'm sure there's a manual somewhere that, in a 12 step program, I can figure out how to turn that off. <laughs> or maybe there's not. <laughs> there's probably not. Actually, <laughs> I just got a new headset. A job aid. <laughs> job aid. So true. Then so you true. click the link and it goes to page not found. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's fun. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about recruiting. So let's, I want to know how do you recruit and then how do you train them into success in your agency? So I use a recruiting, can I say names and stuff? Sure. I yes. use team hired um, yeah. a lot. I use um, the company has a ongoing, I, I don't, it's fairly new, but it's a where they're sending me resumes and they're out searching for resumes and then sending them to me. So I probably get, I mean, it's really low volume, maybe one resume a week or something like that. So that, I mean, that's, that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. That's all I, that's all I do. I used to use team hires. They have boot camp, which is a, uh, you know, to get them licensed and, um, I'm sure it works for some people. It did not work uh, for me. It was, it's too long. I just want, I only want people to get personal lines and I want them licensed in a week. And um, boot camp is prop PNC property and casualty. And it's a two week program. And I really feel like even with PNC, it's a one week study. It's one week's worth of study materials. Um, 100%. So I, yeah. So I just do um, Kaplan, I think is what I do. And it's great. And it's, interactive, you, you know, whatever their top tier is, where you can have the online class, the the live class, um, which is super important to take right before they take the test and, 
It's literally the same. Did you catch it? I did catch it and then I let it go. What was it? Gosh, it was a fly? Oh, yeah. A gnat. A gnat. Fly? A gnat. A gnat is yeah, a fly. I'm not, I'm not a big fly in the hand oh. guy. Like that's really? Gross. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's my drinking, favorite. In the drinking days, I probably would have grabbed it, smushed it in my hand. That's I'll be okay. impressed when you do it with chopsticks. Yeah, chopsticks, right. Miyagi. Oh, <laughs> next level. Mr. Miyagi died, huh? Did yeah. he? Yeah, I think yeah. he did. That old. Was old. So that I've only been doing that just this my last hire. So and it worked perfectly. And I'm like, why wasn't I doing this before? There's no reason to stretch it out that long. So um, that's what I'll continue to do. One week. Um, yeah, one week, and we schedule day one. We schedule your test. So you, you know, you get in. You're starting that test on or the the study materials on Monday, and we're scheduling your test for the following Monday. Yeah, I love that. I love the clarity. Yeah, it won't get done. Everything gets pushed back. Oh, I can do it later. So like two things I like about it. One is the clarity, right? You have the definitive date. You're doing it by this time, blah, 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 right? And then the other thing is you are setting pace for your agency. We move fast. You're going to come in. The first week, you're going to do this. You know, The second week, you're going to do this. And if you start off with that, I mean, that gives them that instant win. Oh, my gosh. And then celebrate that. You you just got your a very difficult test within a week. And yeah, celebrate it. And like, that's their win. That's a yeah, huge win. Absolutely. And a little trick that I learned with the testing, because they're, they're not as bad as what they were, you know, during the shutdown and stuff, but there are, it can be difficult to get the date you want. So you just take whatever the closest date is, and then people cancel their tests. So if, you know, for example, this last hire that I had, we couldn't get him in on that following Monday or Tuesday. It was like, you know, Saturday was the first one. So we took it. And then I just looked as it got closer and closer because you have to get you have to cancel within a certain time period, maybe three mm. days. So three days prior to the date you want it, you just go in first thing in the morning and you'll it's be there. Able to, yeah, it's there because somebody's well, canceled and they got cold. Feet now and, won't now it won't be because you just gave away the big secret. That's true. Don't do that <laughs> if you're in Tucson. That's only for me and Craig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work in Arizona, so <laughs> no. you can do that in California. Yeah. <laughs> <Or> anywhere else. <laughs> well, oh, so, okay. So, <laughs> we, we, we talked about the recruiting. Now you touched on this earlier and I even did so much as to write it down because it was, it was this, this big of a thing. So you brought up the training and the onboarding that they had a country for at uh, your first place. Mm -hmm. And it's so interesting because, you know, that was much longer ago than, starting at your current place, but you didn't really bring up anything about the training at the current place, right? Because it just doesn't stick out. Like, I think that solid training when you're onboarded is so vital, right? For a very long time in my agency, they'd come on and it was like a, a cluster F from the day they walked in, right? Like yeah. no processes, who knows, go answer the phone, you know, just a mess, hot mess. And like the difference, like if I were to go back to one of those people who obviously no longer work here from 10 years ago and say, what was it like you're onboarding? They, they probably wouldn't even remember working here, right? Because it was nothing spectacular. And so talk about that and, and how it's played a role in, in how you onboard people that you bring on and so on and so forth. Yeah, it, no, I, I agree with everything that you just said. And it's not something that I was always good with because I, yeah. I don't like it. I, I'm, I'm just like, I'll do it myself. I mean, that's literally who I am as a person. I just, I'll do it myself. 
<laughs> you know, and I, I've showed this to you once and twice. The third time you're asking too much for me to ask, you know, show you again. That's literally, you know, um, my natural state. But I've learned uh, that they do need that training. And there's pe- there's there's LSPs I've had in the past that had I invested in that training with them, they could have done, you know, they could have done a better job. So I've, I've learned that. So yeah, there's a, there's a ton of training. They got to get through the training with the company just to have permission to bind. Um, and then I just do one-on-one training with them um, until they get, I, I look at their close ratio. If your first step is learning the quoting system, the second step is getting your close, close ratio to an acceptable level, which is at least 20%. And so we're one-on-one until you're doing that. And I do daily drills. I mean, it's it's wonderful. It's like a way to for them to start the day and be energized, to be hearing. It's super important for a new LSP to hear other people having success. And other, that it, this isn't just this job that nobody can do, that nobody can close. And because you can kind of get in your own head. So it's super important for them to hear other people that are like, no, actually you can do it. You just need to do this, this, and this. So I do that. And then I still, um, we have a pretty cool system. I don't know if you, if you guys use it, the um, sales diagnostic tool, SPD sales performance diagnostic. That's really, really cool. And that has saved me a ton of time because I do still listen and I live listen a lot. I'll just have it on while I'm working so I can hear, hear the calls. Um, but the diagnostic tool is really cool because it gives me the analytics of did they ask for the sale? Did they, you know, so I use that a lot to kind of monitor, you know, what, how many times are they bundling? How many times are they asking for the sale or offering, using the word discounts? You know, the, all those things that are kind of important. It's, it's really helped me to be able to identify. What is that? It's, um, I, it's SPD. I, be, I believe it's spells sales performance diagnostic tool. If you go into. Oh, it's, it's, it's our carriers thing. Yes. It's our carriers. Oh. Yeah. It's specific. Uh, yeah. yeah. So if you have AAV. <laughs> Never mind. All right. I'm just well, kidding. I'm just kidding. No, just, just joking, Carrier. Um, <laughs> no, I do want to check that out. It's, it's cool. It's really, yeah, really that cool. That sounds awesome. I yeah. And it, it. because I, I do follow the pyramid. Yeah. And um, so there's, you know, you got to go to like three different reports to get the talk time and the quotes and the, all that kind of stuff. So with this tool, it's um, I still have to do that for the pyramid. But with this tool, it's all in one place. I can put what their goal is and I don't have to do any math that tells me where they're at, if they're on track. But the biggest part is, is I don't have to listen to every single phone call. It kind of right. organizes it for me. Does the pyramid have the sphinx on it? <laughs> it does not. <laughs> ah, bummer. So what are you doing for marketing? That's what I'm missing. So I do, I, I still do direct mail. We still actually have success with, with direct mail, with mailing the quotes, not mailing any letters, but mailing the actual home quote at their renewal. We do that, but really I just buy leads, a ton of leads from Everquote. And um, that's where we get 90% of our sales. Cool. So cool, cool. let me ask you, let me ask you this one. Besides listening to this podcast, what do you do to keep yourself motivated, Rhiannon? Hmm. Well, I really, so I told you all the things I don't like to do, but oh, what yeah. I really, 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 really like doing is I like paying bonuses and commissions. I've always been like that. Like when I was starting out, that's what motivated me, you know, and, and um, what motivates me is having my sales manager be on pace to hit a nice bonus. And so when I convey that, 
to him. Like, this is my, this is my goal for you is to receive this at, you know, at the end of the month, I have weekly bonuses and I have monthly bonuses. And um, so that I really, truly am motivated that by that. I love doing payroll at the end of the month and giving away money. So what are some of the biggest challenges you, as we're going into this post COVID world of insurance and uh, there's a lot of changes in the insurance industry. What do you think are some of the biggest challenges that are going to be affecting our agencies? I think it's staffing, at least for me, that's always been my, it's always been my challenge and I don't see it changing. (laughs) Um, I do want to add another LSP. And when I think about the time and energy, you know, it it takes to put in to get somebody up to the pace that we, that we want here, it's daunting to me. So that, that is my, that's going to be my challenge. I feel I pay a lot. I coach, I train, I do all of those things. So seems like I should be able to find, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, uh, somebody that would want that opportunity. But it seems like staffing will be will always be my problem getting somebody yeah. that I feel like I show them feel like I show I even have them come in and, and uh, shadow feel like I show them and then once they actually get in and see what the job is, I'm not keeping them. So that's going to be my challenge. Yeah. How about um, the number one thing you'd recommend to somebody that's coming in? Somebody's crazy enough to finish high school or graduate from college, whatever, and they go, I want to go into insurance. What would you tell that person besides run the other direction? I know, right? I, I mean, I'm not just saying this. I I would say become a dude or a dudette. It, this was, like I said, it, it was just learning kind of this process. And putting it written down like on paper, not, you know, figuratively changed the game for me. If I had done this years ago, I, I, a lot of the problems that I've had, I, I wouldn't have had. My telemarketer is never sick. She doesn't miss work. She doesn't quit. She has the hardest job out of all of us. And she's here every day and she's accountable to herself. And then not only do I have a telemarketer, I have a telemarketing manager that if she's, there's times that I'm happy with my telemarketers numbers, but the manager is not. And she's like, Hey, this is what we're going to work on. And then all of a sudden we're getting a couple extra transfers a day. That is not something that I would be able to go out and hire on my own and get. And I really consider them an employee. Um, We, if we have, you know, we call them ghost prospects where they're like, yeah, just call me on Wednesday. And, and then we can never reach them. We send them back and magically the telemarketer gets them on the phone. And, and, you know, they, we really work interactively like that. And I didn't have that before. So I had thousands of leads just not being worked because I, I, you know, I I didn't have a process. I didn't have somebody that um, was calling on them consistently. And by having that telemarketer who is literally my best employee, (laughs) Um, you know, every single day making those calls, um, I'm not wasting leads and I'm feeding my LSP. So even if my LSP wanted to be lazy, they they can't because the telemarketer is saying, Hey, got a lead for you. And um, so, uh, yeah, that, that would be my, my advice. It's so interesting because like you can go into a room full of agents and, and there could be this group sitting there and, you know, inevitably some group of people will be complaining about their salespeople not doing anything or not trying hard enough or not doing any work. And then, and then you could say, what kind of opportunities are you providing for? Oh no, they just have to hop on the phone and right. And it's like, that won't work. I mean, maybe that worked for us when we were learning, right? But we're also became the owners 
Like these people aren't going to become the owners likely. And it's a shitty job. Like that's a tough job to quote all day, right? Yeah. So putting them in a position where they can't be lazy. I love that. Like I'm going to tell Envy to make that a quote, your, what you said, because it's true, right? If they can't be lazy because you're giving them too much opportunity, then they have to be successful, right? Yeah. I mean, there's no other way. Because right. if they're not, then you're like, okay, look, I, I mean, you're over here where I'm just lobbing underhands over the over home plate. You should be knocking them out of the park all day long. Yep. So, right. And no way as a business owner, you're supposed to be eliminating any of the roadblocks in your right. agency, not right. just saying, well, you deal with it. Like we need to totally take away all the threats of the agency. And what other industry and what business do they just say, hey, bring me a whole <laughs> bunch of people? You know, like nobody does that. Yeah. Except Bring me your grandma businesses. and your family. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. no, what is this, Amway? Come on. Yeah. No okay. offense, Amway. I'm sure you have great shampoo or something. <laughs> well, if you're at the top of the pyramid, you're doing well. Yes, you are. You got a pink Cadillac. <laughs> so true. Yeah. I got rid of a lot of the frustration. I would just, you know, sales would be down and I'd see all these unworked quotes and it just, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't have that problem now. <laughs> right. The leads are work. There was an employee that worked here. She always gave me a, a hard, hard time. And like, well, we kind of let her go. It was one of those conversations, you know. Kinda. <laughs> well, she let herself go, but it was like, it was time. Um, uh, Jedi yeah, we had, the, we had the conversation. And so she left. And then she called back like six months later and wanted her position back. And, and I said, we weren't hiring at that time. <laughs> we weren't. <laughs> We aren't hiring you. Right. <laughs> right. So so she, uh, I had an, another agent down the street that I knew that he wanted and uh, some uh, sales agent at his agency. So I'm like this, this lady, she's good, but you know, she's a little bit of a, she's a little hard headed and hard to deal with. But so he hired her and at the uh, interview, she was going off about Cause she would always give us a hard time with the meetings and the sales process, like all the stuff, like she just wanted to do it her way. And then she, in that interview, she was raving about how the sales process was so good here. And she didn't realize what she had until she left and just oh. all like crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. All the stuff, all the stuff that was, that she was giving us a headache about, she was singing the praises of. Wow, that's awesome. She didn't work out of his office. <laughs> There's a theme here. LSD there is. We, office to office. <laughs> yes, I wanted to bookend this whole conversation with that. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like your own lead magnet for hires, right? Like you're able to attract people based off of giving them the opportunity. It's which true. Then when retains your, your hires. So now you're saving money because you don't have that turnover yep. all because you spent the money to make it happen. It's like moving yep. it over, right? The it's, money it's, is not emotional, right? It just does its thing. Yep. It's going to go to the place that's going to make it move the fastest. It's true. And, yep. and I, I feel like when, when people are, uh, when I am hiring, I'm able to say that, you know, there's no cold calling. Because a, a lot of times, they, you know, that's what they're expecting. This is a sales. Anytime you're hearing the word sales and commission, you know, right. that's kind of an expectation of well, what am I going to have to do, you know? Right. And so I'm able to kind of set my agency apart a little bit and say that we don't, we have a full-time telemarketer that does, that does right. all of that. 
um, your expect expectation is to know the quoting system to quote accurately and to close at a certain level. That's the expectation. We quote Ted Households. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm eight. I know. Eight. Yeah, eight's good eight. too. Eight to ten. Yeah. Eight to, I, yeah. I like to say ten because then I get eight. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I do expect yeah, every day. Not no no missed days. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, ten is where the the wheels start falling off the car. Those, <laughs> those quotes get shady, <laughs> shady and short. Yep. Yeah. Well, well Reed, I think this she's gone yeah. the distance. She went beyond she the distance. We went into overtime. We're in OT right now. Sorry. We are in OT. No, thank <laughs> you. We appreciate yeah. it. You brought some serious gold today, um, and yeah. I think everybody can relate to, uh, especially some of those things that we spoke about at the beginning and we totally missed the conversation of the sales guy that we were talking about yep at the beginning yep. we're gonna <laughs> have to the, the, win, the, the windows the windows yeah. you know what and it, i was trying to remember how i would tie that into it so it doesn't matter because we didn't talk about that yeah no but we'll it's do part d we'll, we'll do a part d yeah <laughs> yeah so right. if you want Rhiannon to come back on this show, you better message us and we'll text Craig back. at five two zero seven one four. Now you you have three of of Jason's cell phone digits seven one four, and I'll even throw yes. a bonus in at the very beginning. It's a one. Very easy to find. Plus one prior to yeah. Plus one for the country code. <laughs> All right. Well, I am tuckered out now. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you, you Rand. This is awesome. Yeah, what a good guys. time. And uh, we will see you soon. I'll see you awesome. tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ree. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Hey, what are you still doing here? Well, while you're still here and while it's fresh in your mind, check out live.teledudes.com. Yeah, if you weren't listening before, we took notes from over 100 interviews with top agents from around the country and made it into a live webcast. Using these strategies did help Craig and I write over $10 million in premium in the last couple of years. And let me tell you, on this call, you'll receive the exact blueprint to get the very same results. Again, that's live.teledudes.com to register for this upcoming Tuesday's live call with us. And... If you jump on with us, we are certain 2022 will be an absolutely fantastic year for you. See you there.